Welcome to Amiga Ireland. It's our September episode. We're just back after a nice long break. I'm Irla. I'm Rob. And I'm Luke. And in today's episode, a do-it-yourself Denise replacement. Turbo Tomato got released. The A500 Mini gets announced. Yeah, and you can find the show notes to this episode in your podcast app or on our website. But before we get started, that has been a long summer. How are you? Oh, grand. Um, but yeah, busy as usual. Work is hectic at the moment. But um, I was home a few weeks ago for the first time in a year and a half, which is which which was nice. And um, I had a little bit of a fanboy moment when, you know, independently of that, I had a little fanboy moment when I went to see one of the Heritage Railways in Scotland and parked there was um, the Tornado steam locomotive. And it's because it's doing a tour of Scotland at the moment and it was just parked there having a rest. And I was like, oh, God, this is an incredible machine. And and if you, uh, you know, in a, in a, if you, you know, in a, in a more general retro sense, it's um, it's a brand new steam locomotive, basically. And it's it does 100 miles an hour and it's it's an awesome machine. And, it was, you know, it's the first time seeing it in the flesh. So uh, I had a su- surprising fanboy moment there. Oh, my God. But uh, yeah, delighted with that. <laughs> it's nice. Wow. So that's in, that's brand new. As in they built it in the last, like only 10 years ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's amazing. They, basically, what they did was, this is this is essentially an extinct engine and uh, they found the plans for it base, basically being turfed out of an office and they decided to build one. So they did. Uh, <laughs> as, as you do, you know. And it can do 100 mile an hour with a full train. It is, it's an absolute beast it is. It looks deadly. That's insane. Those front wheels are class. The front few are mm. massive. Like uh, they're, uh, It's an awesome yoke. You know, they say the only constant is change. It's been a hectic summer here. So I'm hoping that this podcast episode is going to be a return to normality and some Amiga <laughs> time because I haven't actually touched an Amiga since. But I've got a great excuse now because not only has the podcast happened, but as we know, um, our own Carl Jekyll has released um, a nice piece of software we'll be talking about later. And I've received in the post... A solace board that we showed on uh, Amiga Ireland 2021 online. So I'm looking forward to setting that up. And if you don't know what a solace board is, you can visit robthenerd.com or look it up on YouTube because Rob has a video of it on his channel as well. The solace board is the sexiest thing you will put in your Amiga. Inside it. Inside it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Just a, a word, word of warning. Luke, how are you doing? All oh, those uh, innuendos. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word of warning, Rob? Oh, yeah, a word of warning. Um, I didn't realise this until after it was named, of course, but Googling Sullis Amiga gets you not what you might expect. Gives you lonely Spanish women. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Okay, so Sullis yeah. is the Irish word for light. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, but... <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah, a, okay, close that tab. Delete browser history. <laughs> right. Um, if it comes to me, it's been hectic for me as well. Uh, I've just been busy with the uh, with the retro ready and been busy with uh, with with my family life. Uh, uh, currently, we've we've just started uh, school, and that's that's been a second day. So uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I get a, just a little bit of more of a free time. To focus more on the uh, Amiga stuff and the retro stuff in general. How did her first day or two go? She settled in. Very well, actually, very, very well. Absolutely, no crying. 
she's been very brave and she's, and courageous and um, I'm I'm really absolutely very very proud of her. Ah, the little sweetheart. Good on her. Yeah. That's great. I'm delighted to hear that. Delighted. Right, well, we're lucky today because we've got two uh, amazing Greeks joining us. Uh, you'll probably know them already if you've been um, if you've been to any of our three D workshops at Amiga Ireland, or if you've been following the excellent online Lightwave three D series that's on Twitch and it's um, archived on YouTube. Uh, we've got Mwadib three D himself with us today. Mwadib, how are you doing? Hi, hi. I'm I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Thanks, thanks for joining us. It's uh, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and we've also today got with us. Uh, of course, we all know Amy Berry. We've got Amy Berry's uh, lead developer here with us, Midwan. You're welcome. Hello, nice to hear you. Uh, thank you for having us. Thanks to both of you for um, your help with the event as well. The last time, with the uh, you know the workshops and uh, running the mod competition and stuff like that, it was a great help. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure and actually these things have to be shared, you know. We appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, um, have you, um, Modib, have you had much Amiga time over the summer until now? Uh, only in emulation. I mean, uh, during the summer I, had, I have my laptop with me and it, of course, has UAE inside, so installed. So um, the most of my time... It was kind of le- leisure time, so uh, aside from Lightwave, I was uh, I was playing Railroad Tycoon all the time. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I wanted to mention only the, I wanted only to, to mention that I would really love to have this um, this lo- locomotive you mentioned oh, in the yeah. Railroad Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. How about you, Mid One? Have you um, did you take a break from programming over the summer, or have you been still working away? Well, um, Amiberry version four was released back in April. And it included a crazy amount of improvements and work being done, coming from version 3.3. And it was followed by a few updates, uh, mostly bug fixes. And after that, I took a break uh, from April until June to avoid burning out because I was I needed a break yeah. from uh, working on that thing constantly, day in and day out. And since then, I've slowly started coming back into it um, and released a minor update just uh, a couple of months ago and working on a next release right now, which would be version 4.15. And at the same time, working on a new major release, which would be version 4.2 at the moment, uh, which includes many more uh, new features, including some uh, surprise ones. Okay, nice, nice. Well, we're going to move on to our news section and maybe you can even tell us, uh, go into a bit more detail and tell us what we can expect, unless, of course, there's surprises. But uh, yeah, here we go. It's on to the news section. Okay, well, the first news item is that a M68KS, the Motorola Classic Amiga uh, chip, a plugin has been developed for some programming environments, and these are the IntelliJ 
and the, the, there are two uh, IDEs that programmers used used to uh, create code and build stuff. So if you're a coder and um, this is your application of choice, you'll be happy to hear about this and uh, as will anybody who would like you to code stuff for the Amiga a bit more. Uh, the interesting thing about this is that two separate developers actually started doing the same job at the same time, but they were unaware of each other's work. So as a result now, you have two different options to choose from uh, and that's even better, I suppose. If you're familiar with the ZZ9000 graphics card that was uh, released there a little while ago for Zorro Amigas, um, MNT Research and uh, uh, Lucas Hartman, uh, Hartman, I think is his name, um, has uh, started development of an audio card expansion for that. So, um, so this will fit onto the graphics card and give you 16-bit audio and it also has a DSP on it for doing audio effects and it has... Um, well, it's it's not there yet, but the potential for using the uh, the ARM coprocessor on the ZZ9000 for for decoding uh, compressed audio. So you know, so for for decoding your MP3s or whatever else. So this is uh, early stages yet, but um, it's looking very promising for you know because there's been a bit of demand for a decent audio solution because there hasn't been a new uh, sound card in a good while. So uh, that's that's looking great. Right, the Hippo Player gets another update. Um, a lot of uh, bug fixes and also improved stability. A Hippo Player is a brilliant module uh, player. It's one of my favorite ones. I'm sure, guys, you have been using it uh, as well. Um, uh, I think it had not been developed um, or upgraded for nearly like 20 years, and all of a sudden the developer like wakes up from like a window sleep and provides us with the new version which is really really great. I actually uh, use Hippo Player myself all the time I love it so I'm excited to see what uh, what this is going to be mm. Same as me Alright well uh, there's a new open source project uh, that's out up on GitHub that allows you to build your own hardware and this will allow you to replace your Denise chip uh, if you should want to. Now Denise is the chip involved with handling graphics on many of the uh, Amiga models and this project lets you make your own replacement but you need to be good with hardware and software to build it. Um, now it is very easy to install once you get to that stage so who knows maybe somebody will um, fill in that need so anyone who wants to can just um, order one. So far it uh, it's supporting most of the OCS uh, features. Uh, it's by no means complete but you can see the list of features for yourself of what's implemented uh, before you uh, decide to if you want to get involved or not. So that's very interesting and we've got the link of course like everything else we've the links here. Um, our own friend Carl Jekyll has uh, released a Gemini browser for the Amiga. So that's that's up on Aminet. Um and if you're if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, Gemini is sort of a it's a, it's a lightweight alternative to um, you know HTML, HTTP kind of uh, full 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 strength web browsing. And uh, it's you know it's, it's it's nice because it's it's predominantly just the text. And it's uh, it, it means you don't really need a, a, a massively powerful machine or graphics cards or anything like that. It should run on pretty much anything. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, like I know I know it's only a first a first release, but it looks it looks very good at this point. And uh, yeah, it's it, it'd be very useful. And as as the sort of the Gemini kind of pages start to expand, and it, it'd be lovely to see some Amiga pages like that accessible through it. And it would uh, yeah, definitely definitely something to look at. 
Gemini is a, is a cool little protocol. I don't know if we mentioned it before or not, but basically, like on eyebrows, you can access the Gopher web, which is totally separate to the the internet, like as we know it. And mm. uh, Gemini is a new one that's kind of got some nice new features. And it is fun. You can get you can get little clients for your mobile phone and all kinds of things. So it's absolutely brilliant that you'll be able to. I was I was really really hoping something like this would materialize. Um, so <laughs> I was really put a big smile on my face to see this um, when I you know started looking things up um, at the end of August again. Then we've got something like a uh, um, little bit of a console. But this console is called uh, the uh, A500 Mini. After a series of uh, different consoles like SNES Mini, NES Mini, C64 Mini, as far as I remember. I think there was even PlayStation Mini. Uh, yeah. It's time It's time for the um, Amiga 500 Mini. Um, the game, uh, the, uh, the console is actually uh, being announced uh, to premiere on the 31st of March 2022. Uh, it looks like a really tiny um, A500 Mini, and apart from the computer itself, or the console itself actually, there is supposed to be added a mouse with a USB plug, uh, and then the gamepad as well, and the HDMI um, cable. Also, there are supposed to be 25 inbuilt games with the ability to uh, save state in every moment. Um, uh, but for this time, for this moment, there are 12 titles that have been announced. Uh, for example, Alien Breed 3D. Another World, All-Terrain Racing, Battle Chess, Cadware, um, Kick-Off 2, Pimble Dreams, Simon the Sorcerer, Chaos Engine, Worms, uh, Zool. So, uh, uh, looks and sounds pretty alright. The price uh, uh, for that console is, um, is around like uh, £120-£130. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. Looks, looks, looks pretty promising. Mm. Oh, and actually, while I think of it, um, a hi to Stormkeeper, who also uh, pinged me to to mention this. Um, yeah, they've picked some good games, actually, there. They've picked really good games, actually, to be honest. Yeah, because I remember getting um, a, a joystick for, with Commodore 64 games on them, and they were kind of like the worst Commodore 64 games included on the, you know, they were built into the joystick and you connected it straight to your screen, but they're good. Yeah, that's a good selection. Right. So it seems that we've got um, um, yet uh, another generation of um, Apollo. Um, oh, sorry, not Apollo. Um, vampire cards announced as well. So uh, that's our um, another news item. It seems that the old cards, like uh, the, the, one of the first ones, the uh, six uh, Vampire Six Hundred and Vampire Five Hundred, um, are being sort of uh, retired. And in those places, uh, there, there seems to be a new generation, a new generation of accelerators uh, that, that will be called Firebird uh, as well. They will be for, uh, at first, for Amiga 500, uh, Amiga 1000, Amiga 2000, and the other one is Ice Drake. And this one is um, and this one is supposed to be for Amiga twelve hundred. Um, the FPGA is going to be a bit bigger. I think at least twice as big as uh, as the previous ones. Sixteen bit sound and then five hundred twelve megabytes of RAM and uh, 
um, other functions like, for example, native native um, uh, RTG for Amiga. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes again with those. This is just an announcement, but uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. If there's progress, we we might get additional like hardware which might uh, which might stimulate the markets to maybe hopefully stimulate the developers as well. Hmm, that's interesting. Right, next up we have our typical monthly uh, magazine section, but this time there's a new magazine. Is that right, Luke? Yes, I think there is a new one. Um, uh, I don't know whether you remember it from the uh, from the past. There's a magazine called... Uh, there used to be a magazine called Zap. Zap. They started as a C64 magazine uh, only. And then uh, they've uh, they've moved on. They've moved on to, uh, as far as I remember, to something called Zap Amiga. Uh, and then um, they returned to 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 writing for the uh, for the uh, for C sixty four only. But this time, I think the, a, a new magazine gets released, and it's called just Zap Amiga. Um, and the. the, the the, the the issue the issue is released uh, for for September and for the uh, for the October. It looks like it's about two euro fifty, I think, on Patreon per issue. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have that right. Was it? Oh, oh very very interesting. Right. God, we're spoiled for choice. Absolutely spoiled for choice, guys. We have, as I said, we have with us uh, Mwadib. Mwadib 3D, as he's known, and Midwan. Um, and are you able to tell us a bit more about um, what you're working on for the next release of Amiberry? Or, as you said, do you want to keep it as a surprise? Yes. Uh, well, I actually took some time off, uh, sort of a pause, in order to recharge my batteries and avoid any burnout. And when I came back, I, I resumed work on Amiberry. And there have been a lot of... Uh, things happening in Amiberry and a lot of features have been integrated into the next version that is coming out and uh, it's currently on release candidate 5 and uh, it will soon be released as a new stable release. Um, One of the interesting new features that I'm sure people will be excited about is support for the drawbridge project. Uh, It's basically, it allows you to connect a USB floppy drive and use your real Amiga floppies with the emulator, uh, even boot from them, read, write to them. Uh, this was made possible by Rob Smith's uh, project. That's where the Drawbridge project comes from. And it's basically a floppy drive with an Arduino controller behind it, uh, with a custom firmware as well. Um, the, other than that, there is also support for the Kickstart 3.2 ROMs natively that's included. And there's a lot of more bug fixes. We are currently at the stage of polishing and fixing any last-minute bugs that may still be there before the release. And in parallel with that, there's a lot of work going on in the next version of Ambay that will be out much later, or hopefully not that much later. Uh, Version 4.2, which is currently in development, is uh, merging updates from WinUAE directly. So there is a lot of work being done there, mostly by Tony from WinUAE, but I merge anything that comes up directly into into Amiberry. It's currently a bit slower at the moment because some of the optimizations there have been removed, uh, but it will hopefully become much faster once we're done with it. 
So, Maud, have you any news yourself in regard to Amiga? Uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, sad news, uh, but it won't uh, it, it won't last. Um, which is um, this year, what we, we will we won't be having. I won't be webcasting a, a, a tutorials. So, because I have to um, I have to get some time for my family, and I already work. It's one, one and a half jobs, so yeah, it won't it won't uh, work th this year. Um, however, um, there will be some. Um, the, the upside for that from that is that there will there will be some projects with um, uh, people that um, have been following the the webcast through uh, amigaraytraces.com. Projects meaning uh, we might be we might get, get gather around and make some. Uh, uh, small, uh, some you know, short 3D films and etc. Et or collaborating in uh, in any other way. Aside from that, uh, I will try to stay. I am. Um, I'll, I'll try to be uh, um, somewhat absent to get some some time for my family. Um, I will be, of course, uh, be pre present. For, you know, answering uh, emails or comments or whatever. And uh, I also have to, since I haven't. Um, Announce that to my patrons. I I have to um, to to say here that no no one will be um will will be charged. And of course, it's totally understandable if any uh, one would would like to to hold to hop out. You okay. Know? So yeah, that is the major okay, well, news. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, uh, I'm glad you're like looking after you know the things you need to. I I totally I totally I totally get it. The situation. Um. Yeah, the projects sound interesting though. So, so there's going to be some, um, there's going to be some kind of three D work produced, is there, or at least attempted? Exactly, exactly. Uh, the the um, the thought behind that is that we have to, after learning some things, uh, and if any of us would like to to cooperate with other people, and um, to learn and find a way, how do we we do that, and uh, some. Um, uh, say what? What? How? How do we go from point A to point B? Point B being producing a um, a short film or you know longer film or what? Whatever. Just by uh, fi finding common grounds and just like the industry does, you know, in in pr pr producing films, something. Yeah. Uh, so you have to do compromises. You have to coordinate with each other and uh, it's it's a hard thing to do be between people because we're not optimized to do that but um, it, it's also very a, a great a re rewarding process through learning through cooperating with each other cool. okay well, that sounds really interesting yeah so it's a collaboration and there is, um, if you go to the amigaraytraces.com forums you will find a project um, a, a project sub sub uh, thread that is uh, empty for, for the time being. So that will I'll do my my best find whatever time I have to start populating with uh, you know gathering people and um, doing some stuff throughout through this. So guys, that's uh, that's the end of our news section for today, and we're going to move on to the games. In 
Inkerman has been released for sale. Um, this is a sweet single screen platform game for one player with pleasant graphics and a fairly familiar feel to it. Development started at the beginning of 2021, um, or at least that's when it was announced, and the results look really good. So yeah, you can check that out at the website yeah, and you can get that now at itch.io slash Inca hyphen man. Uh, next up, uh, Turbo Tomato by our very own John Gervin has been released and that's available as a download and also as a boxed copy. So it's, it, uh, you know, it's it all in the, the fancy big, full big box kind of setup there. Um, looks the business and uh, it's a great fun game to play. Um, and apparently it is Bitmap Soft's uh, best-selling Amiga game so far from you know so they've they've started a while ago and they've they've released a few different uh, big box Amiga games uh and uh, yeah so there you there you go this is great great news for for uh Niverig there incredible it is great fun and my copy is on the way in the post can't wait right um I'm I'm sure you remember a game from ni- I think it was a uh, 1990 or 1991 by Gremlin Graphics. It's called the Supercars 2. Uh, this version of game it's a top-down racer. This version of game gets um, an enhanced version for AGA and it's just been released. Uh, the game itself looks uh, really nice and the playability is, uh, is 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 very high. I remember playing it first on my C64 and then uh, seeing it uh, on Amiga. That was a massive difference. This time we get you know like a even better version. This time for uh, AGA. And by the way, apologies. I don't know if you can hear, but there's about must be about a hundred crows in the background. Um, they're distracting me. So if it's coming through <laughs> in the microphone, um, apologies. Anybody listening? Um, I'll sort out some better sound protection next time and I hope nobody's getting murdered out there because um, the only time I've seen that many crows is in a horror movie or a Stephen King book um, right next Amiga Game Jam 2021 uh, while we were away on holidays um, what the hell does that say right <laughs> while we were away on holidays the 2021 Amiga Game Jam launched they've already been um <laughs> Uh, they have already been, what the hell did I write there Jesus doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> that is not even English <laughs> say what, what? <laughs> oh my god okay I, try, I can't even make sense of my own notes here um, right well while we were away on holidays Amiga Game Jam 2021 launched and they have already been accepting uh, game submissions, but you still have time. Um, I think, you know, four months left roughly to um, submit your own if you haven't. There are some really nice entries actually there and uh, well worth taking a look. I've seen uh, Green Beret, I think, posted somewhere online, which I think is some do- to some degree being brought uh, being you know refreshed for the Amiga yeah. using the Scorpion engine, I think. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm, yeah. So, so you can, if you're a developer, you can check out their website, or um, yeah, the Amiga Game Jam, which is also on itch. Or um, if you're a consumer, you can just follow along and see what you think. There's there's been a, a sort of a Doom clone floating around for a little while, and you know this this kind of seems to have arisen from a, a challenge where people were wondering whether it was even possible to do anything even close to Doom on a stock Amiga 500, and this seems to have been taken up as a challenge. And we have a, a 
a, a demo of the results of this now. So still, you know, it's still still early days, I suppose. But um, there has been a, a like a demo released of Dread. It's called, and this is spectacular. Um, just in how as a technical accomplishment. You know, it's 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 not doom. It's and it it won't be, but it's very very, it's very close considering the hardware it runs on. It's it's um you know it's, it's it basically runs on a stock A A five hundred and yeah how how they got it to do this I I don't know. It's it, but very impressive and you can download a demo of it and um you know as a disc image and give it a go on your stock A five hundred and it's surprisingly smooth. It's very very good. Um, Briley Witch Chronicles uh, is a uh, eagerly awaited C64 RPG game uh, from Sarah Jane Ivory, uh, and this time it uh, the the developer um, is very very close to release, so she gets uh, um, she gets the new trailer uh, published all around the internet, and the game is absolutely beautiful. If you like RPG games. Uh, um, I don't think there are that many of those games on C64. So if you like those games, please have a look, and I'm sure you won't be disappointed with that. Um, there's another game uh, that uh, that's that's been actually ported, and it's called Green Beret. I remember, you know, like playing it on my um, C64. I've seen the version for Spectrum. I've seen. I think there's even a version for Atari. XEXL, if I if I don't remember, if I remember it correctly, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah and that is a very 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 good game, and uh, just like Irla mentioned uh, earlier, it's just got um, uh, ported to to Amiga using the Scorpion engine, and it looks really really well. Another platformer, this time a fabulous platformer, uh, called Sydney Hunter and the Sacred Tribe. I think we mentioned that game uh, in our podcast. And uh, this is another um, enhanced version, um, multicolored, because the game is uh, has been released uh, uh, in a high graphics mode of C64, but uh, Hokuto Force, uh, the guys from Hokuto Force... Um, made an enhanced version which looks lo- really really nice and very very colorful so if you like platformers in the style of uh, indiana jones uh why not have a look right well that's the end of our gaming section for this month let's move on to discoveries Right, well, my discovery is that Italy has its own printed Amiga magazine called Amiga Passione. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny, we were just uh, on the subject of Amiga magazines earlier. And uh, not only do they have a magazine, but they are having an event. They're running a free Amiga event on September the 19th. Um, now, the print magazine looks excellent. Um, the one I'm looking at, the cover issue, has Alistair Brimble on the cover, who they interview. Um... And as for the event itself, it takes place in Spoleto. Okay, Spoleto. And you can get uh, the rest of the details on passioneamiga.it. The last discovery for this month is ASCII Composer for Amiga, uh, which is available on Aminet. And this is an ASCII uh, drawing tool. Um, Now, unfortunately, I did plan to uh, play around with this for another project related to ASCII uh, that I was involved with earlier, but I uh, just didn't get the time. So all I can tell you is that 
it exists. Um, it runs on the Amiga 68K Amiga. Um, it will allow you to create up to uh, two pages uh, with sixty, sorry, seventy-six characters width, um, and twenty-six characters height. Yeah, uh, I should hopefully have tried this out by the next podcast. But uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing, you might want to take a look yourself. And it'll run on any two meg Amiga, basically, uh, is the promise they make here. Right now, it's time for our eyebrows section. Um, In our eyebrows section, we look at websites that are a pleasure to use, even on classic Amigas. And uh, first up this month is Ugly Duck. .ca. And of course, you can visit these on any um, machine you like. You can, you can take a look at this on your mobile phone if you want to check it out. So Ugly Duck, um, this entire website is less than a megabyte in size. Uh, the whole thing loads in a single HTML file. So all the separate pages that you see, um, anything like that actually is, is all happening within one file. So once the site is loaded, no matter what you want to click on to visit, it's actually already loaded. So the pages come instantly then in eyebrows, you know, uh, that's the way it seems to the user. The author has set the website to not load images as well, unless clicked on by the user, which contributes to the speed. So basically the, the page pops up and the names of the images, you know, um, like those accessibility tags that we have already in HTML, they're visible and you can click on whichever images you feel you want to expand and see and then they load. Um, the site itself is about a lot of things. Um, the author created Page Roast, which analyzes your landing page with actionable items to improve uh, conversion to get people to interact more. Um, PH Petit is another project featured here as well, as well as how to make a mini interactive keyboard with purely CSS. That's the kind of stuff there you can look at. So it's not actually Amiga-based projects or anything like that, but it's a, a website you can easily check out on your Amiga. And it's it's quite interesting, as you can tell. Um, it's a bit of a setback that you can't see the CSS in action, of course, but um, I think anyone familiar with CSS already, uh, that might not be a bad thing. And uh, I think there's plenty provided there for anybody with an Amiga anyway, we'd be quite happy. Another eyebrows friendly website is called madeyoulook.lol. It loads in about uh, 15 seconds the first time and it'll load in about three seconds every time after that. But I'm going to leave the contents of this one as a surprise. Uh, That's madeyoulook.lol. And that's the end of our eyebrows section. We're going to skip Ask Amiga this time. Like I said, we're just back from our holidays. We're a little unprepared. It's a little bit chaotic. Our notes are a bit messy. <laughs> and so this episode is a bit of a flying by the seat of your, uh, whatever you want to call them. So until next time, um, thanks to our guests, Mwadib and Midwan for joining us. We appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us, uh, Yola. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank Lucas. So until next time. Music was by Virtual Dimensions, Banjo Gaioli, XTD, and Extend, actually, and Dippy. Feel free to get in touch at info at amigausers.ie. And the song of the month this time is True Sadness by Byron Schmidt, which came fifth place uh, at the Amiga Ireland Mods Competition 2021. Until next time, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Oh my god. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> It's just one of those days, isn't it?